like a bad habit, but better than you ever had it. You are rocking with the Wednesday Night A Show. Me, you, and these zoobs too. Mr. 50K, Josh C here. And you were rocking with both of us. My co-host, the man of 100 likes. That's no underscore the zoobs. Despite what the signage may say around here, Zoops, happy season three. It's it's a, it's a big night feel coming out of AW Grand Slam, starting season three of Wrestling Brain. Boy, what a night to be here. Nowhere you'd rather be, whether you're on Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, welcome to Brainiacs. One here it's, and everywhere. It's amazing. It's amazing. Let me ask you this. Do you remember where you were and who you were with a year ago at Grand Slam 1? Our Thrash Stadium is, is dynamite. What do you remember about that night? It was the only dynamite I remember of last year. I was sitting in this teeny tiny closet of mine with my brother, these zoobs right here. We were doing the show live and in person. They did say it couldn't be done, but we were back here doing it by the damn way. Zoobs, how are you feeling? How are the people in the chat? Happy season three uh, to you, my friend. You can hear all the come-ons, all the clapping, all the applause. People are hyped. We're hyped. It's a huge AEW Dynamite uh, Grand Slam, it, as we were saying before we got on here. A pay-per-view uh, this evening, basically, with the four hours between this and that. All title matches, all wrestling. A uh, huge night to be a fan of the product. Come on. Yeah, you're not kidding. Now, of course, you're talking about Dynamite, but how about the product of wrestling? Oh you, you and producer Matt uh, have done a ton of Come work. On. Dynamite, Matt, I mean, to get this show looking fresh. We're going to be seeing all types of new layouts tonight. You saw the new intro, heard the new theme. Did people like the new theme? I didn't see the chat. What, what were they people saying? saying I, hate, I hate when podcasts I like change their theme. I hate it, but, but I like it when we do it. People are saying it rips. People are asking if it's on title. Um, no, Come people on. aren't. I'm sure one person is uh three different people saying uh i dig it uh people saying the this new footage come on must have, and i want to give a big must have paid the big bucks mdk shout out to my two gang members josh and zoobs fuck that uh, was who there you think that'd be impossible and you know <laughs> uh, Hard to make. which one am i josh or zoobs <laughs> you think that'd be easier <laughs> <laughs> always great to hear from nick gage to start the show hey, uh in fact that's in the sound alerts we have a bunch of new sound alerts as well matt matt has gone through and there's like songs in there some of our most famous uh songs from the show are in there we're gonna start a thing we're gonna add matt's secret song of the week to there people can pay oh, to yeah. hear a, a secret song that isn't a theme song to one of the segments maybe yet but is a theme song to something we're gonna add it Come here on. um you can pay matt to write a song about whatever you want Season three, a lot more of us exploiting Matt for money. It's sort of, I think, we're like, we're going to make Matt do a bunch of work and then we're going to get paid. Come on. Exactly right. Exactly how you do it. Exactly how you do it. <laughs> uh, new alerts for bits, new all kinds of stuff. Uh, so play around. We'll get we'll get a new bunch on. of it over the course of the show. Because this Twitch audience is the craziest and the best. And they, and they, are, they dump in the subs. So many incredible people to thank in the subs. Josh, you want to hammer through some of the people to thank in the subs? Yeah, I want to hammer all sorts of things, dudes, including these people in the subs. Hello? I see some people responding that they're happy the show's on Twitter. I didn't really think people would be watching there, but hello uh, to people watching on Twitter. Yeah. I'm on that website all the time. Every day for the last, like, Come I don't on. Know, decade. Oh, no, I guess yeah, when I'm camping. Then. Ha, ha, ha. 
Let's get to some of these subs. Thank you to Brick Mitten subscribing. It's here one there on month seven. Wrestling and what a run brain. it's been, seven months straight. Culture of losing, subscribing for four months saying yo. And a yo to you to my pal Dan in the Discord. Big wrestling brain, he says. Thank you this? for the gifted subs. What is uh, this? Thank you. Five is very generous. True. I mean, what, what was that? That's for five. Sons. That's five gifted. Five gifted. You like that? Oh god. Oh god. Thank you to Shane Wallet Owner for subscribing with Prime. You would not believe how it is to subscribe with Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, you get one free Twitch subscription a month. I've just been texting my friends to do this lately. It's like, give me your free yeah. Amazon sub. Just do it. Thank you. The gifted sons it means a lot. Five is very generous. It really is. It really is. <laughs> That's right. The reason. The reason. So here's a shoot right down the right down the barrel of my new camera. The reason those are there is because it's extremely generous of you to give us five gifted subs. We like really appreciate it. So we want to make sure that it's fun for you guys. Um, so thank you so much. Uh, read these out if we can ever keep up with them. Uh, this is this is a great time. Thank you, Sever One, also for subscribing with Prime on their sixth month with us here. What a program so far. Good friend, Jake and Hitsmail, continuing the subscription train. We appreciate you both for 14 and nine months, respectively. Ashton Kutcher, 16 months. That's that's damn near, near a year and a half, Zooms. I don't know if you know that. Captain Twigs, subscribing with Prime, month seven. We greatly appreciate it. Nice boy online, 25 months in a row. I think that's the longest streak around these parts, Juice. We, I don't know. You, you may never be too. overthrown. Yeah, I think it is too. I think that's the longest one. Qui-Gon Jin and Juice throwing us up our way. Thank you so much. One of my favorite names around here. The anonymous gifter was that five pack? Wow. Talk about talk about salt of the earth kind of people. You you need to hear the mat noise, the beautiful mat symphony, and you don't even need the recognition yourself. Uh it's as good as it gets. A five pack from the aforementioned nice boy online. Thank you so much. I, I'm happy to hear that song all night because it's what is it, five bucks? What what it, yeah, great. Five you subs. were right. Monetizing Matt's the, the right call here. I didn't have to do anything. <laughs> I like hearing the songs. This was absolutely this is, you guys really, really on fire uh, this week. Uh, thank you everyone for your support. Bot style pile driver with the five pack. Thank you, everybody. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. And and, and for that song again, Zoobs is right, letting it play twice or, or like stopping the show for it to play is the way to do it. Uh, there were we couldn't couldn't ignore it. Chris Bolding subscribing with Prime as well. You oh my heavens, what, what a riot. Zeus, there are also two take a hits in there, so I gotta jump off camera for a second to ruin any productivity <laughs> on this show. Uh, do you wanna before talk Before you about... do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go. before you do, you, you should you should throw it on the one to seven because because unless there's unless there's something else to get to, you feel like you feel like you had an intro there and I cut you off. Sorry. No, no, not at all. That it only shows our two brain synergy. I was going to say, but before I do, let's do what it is we do best around these parts on a scale of one to seven, one being the worst and seven being the best. What do you, the Brainiacs in the chat, and you, these Zoobs, rank tonight's episode of AW Grand Slam Dynamite? You didn't spend money on it, Zoobs. It wasn't a pay per view, but you did spend time. And you know what I'm always saying about time, Zoobs? Uh, you, what are you always saying? Oh, uh, boy. Um, something about getting it back. You sure can't. It's the one damn thing you can't get back. Dynamite Matt, hit the music. One, two, 
High-scoring show, uh, not not to, not to anyone's surprise, I don't think. Uh, about what I expected was a, a bunch of sevens, and I've, I would thought maybe maybe not thought it'd be more sevens. I think this is uh, there's some six point fives and some sixes in there, but I was it's a seven for me. That's for darn sure. What about you? So there's a lot of scores to get through there. Do you do you think there's any chance I could read that many scores? I had to say that as your friend, I want to talk you out of doing it, not sure. out of. Not out of like um, a lack of faith in you, out of a concern for your well-being, out of yeah. concern for your uh, the state you have to go to to do this, right? As out of I, it, you sh- please don't almost right. Assumes I have to defy you. I need to get the people's names on screen. Give them your scores. You a surefire seven. We'll hear what the chat average is, and then I'll give mine. Sam Phelps with a six and a half. Danny McDonald with a seven. Leifer 1984 with a six. Nick Bums with a seven. Hey, my name is Will with a five and a half. Non-fat Mike with a six. Baseball with a six. Torque Pender with a seven. The Orbit Class with a seven. Zyre Schmack 21 with a six and a half. Cadenza with a seven. Seas up a 55 with a seven. Hits Merrill with a six and a half. America so bad with a seven. Good friend Jake with a seven. E-Prime with a seven. Astro Beer with a seven. Bobby Rudos with a seven. Botch Style Power Driver with a seven. Area Thrasher with a five. Seven. That offensive with a seven. Nice Boy Online with a six. Seven, one with a seven. Culture of Losing with a seven. Thomas W with a seven. No Clue with a six with a six and a half. Nibble five with a seven. Jay's Retro with a seven. Scoots Bird with a seven. Trilly McGinnis with a seven. Tech and Shay with a seven. Kutcher with a seven. Jay's Retro with a seven, Keeg 1717 with a seven, Captain Twigs with a seven, Hot Tuna with a seven, a pure seven from Corfax 1266, Qui Gon Jin and Juice with a seven, Rickmans with a six, Danny DeRocha with a seven, the Narwhal with a seven. Seems like maybe a six point two five to me, average Juice. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of sevens in there. Um, that would that would maybe raise that up, but yeah, uh, 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 definitely in the mid sixes for sure. Seven for me. Uh, blown away by tonight's episode of AW Dynamite. I couldn't believe how quickly this episode went by. You know, sometimes we have to rush mm-hmm. here, do the stream. I was like, oh my God, wait, Mox and Brian are up already? Like I was scrambling to to get my attention back, sort of come down to earth. So easy seven for me, episode flew by. And as we'll get to here, a lot of stuff on the show that I really enjoyed. <laughs> what is this? What is it? Summer salad. Raisin bread, <laughs> corn pops, corn on the cob, corn starch, oh, corn boy. nuts, <laughs> apple jacks, <laughs> cheeseburger, linguine. Hey, there's more. Bourguignon, anyway, this is the first Matt's song of the week. Winter salad, <laughs> pizza. I, I tried to talk everyone out of this game. You guys like it. I guess we're playing. You guys wanted this. I've been against this game from day one. And now we're fucking here again off the hottest dynamite of the fucking year. We're going to grind to a halt this four-minute bullshit song. How long is this stupid fucking segment? Hey, you want it, you got it. You got Winter set. Not my choice. I don't run the place. Fall you guys do the segment, though. I will not be participating. Meatloaf. How is this song still going? I can't believe that. I'll see you guys Fall in a bit. Off. I'm going to go get a drink. 
something delicious out. <laughs> we might have to put Pink it up. Lady out. We might oh have to raise the sauce. price a little bit. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost done. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining me today on another great segment called What is Matthew Eating? So we have about 10 seconds left. We're running out of time. What's this? That's a, like a, that's like a Triscuit. <laughs> yes. Nailed it. First guess. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. Uh, thank you for who played that. Oh, my goodness gracious. Holy. I can't believe that you put that in there for $10. That's <laughs> tr truly unbelievable is how I would say I'm reacting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> truly, truly unbelievable. <laughs> Holy smokes. Where else? Where else in the world uh, would you get something like that? Nowhere. I don't know what I can think of. The horrible music of Dynamite plays us in. Light the fuse. Here we go. It's immediately a, a different sort of set here for Grand Slam. I thought they shot in this felt immediately like a pay-per-view. I think Arthur Ashold's 20K is at Zoobs. Do you know off the top yes. of your head? I think Mass something like that. Yeah. Massive crowd here. Shot like in an arena show. Felt to me immediately like we were here to do business. And we open with one of the best songs in the company. Of course, the only one Okada wrote. Chris Jericho is out for his match against Claudio Castagnoli, and these people are very happy to sing Judas alongside with him. I think no matter how hated this man becomes, or beloved, this song, people want the music to cut and for them to keep on singing. And I get it, because if I was in the crowd, I want the music to cut and keep on singing. In fact, when we are at AEW Toronto together, Zoops, I hope we get to do that exact moment, and I suspect we will. Uh, some of the best music in the company quickly contrasted with the worst music in the company as Claudio Castagnoli's out. We need to get this guy a new theme immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Matt, Matt, can you help this guy? Can you save, can you save big Claudio? Can you just write him a song and DM him and say, Claude, let, let me help you, King. We, he, he needs the Matt Prince touch. That's an interesting call. <laughs> I don't know what any of these sounds are. What is this one? No, you might, you might recognize this one. It's time to play the game. Ah, yeah. Right. Of course, to associate two things with two people. I think it will be fun. Thank you, Scoots Brodos. Association. Football family. Force abstract association. Not for your enemies. Force abstract association. Football family. This would be like considerably better in audio for the record. Not for your enemies. Yeah. Like just this would be an improvement. You guys snap on that track. I have to be honest with you. As much as you want to be like, man, what a derailing, it's like you guys really do snap on that track. Oh, Matt, Matt brings the heat every single time. There's no getting around that. Uh, he's introduced here as the wizard taking on Claudio Castagnoli for the Ring of Honor World Championship. And I must admit, Zoobs, I didn't even really consider that Chris Jericho might win this match. In the middle of the match, I have written down here in my notes, I would totally buy a Jericho win here, but only really for the talking point of you and I will use that as a metric of match quality sometimes. Uh, could you really buy either guy winning uh, here more than ever I could? And they did. I will get into the ins and outs of this match in a second, but I will let it be known that I just fucking loved it. Thought that this was very much in my wheelhouse of wrestling. Chris Jericho 
continues proving that you can be an old guy wrestler and kick ass. There's who is in love with this, not only as an opener, but just as these, like you wouldn't say Jericho Claudio is some sort of dream match, you know? Uh, it, I mean, it depends on, it depends on your, your taste. I think there's somebody out there that could make that argument. That person isn't me, but you could, you could sort of sell it as a, a, a Jericho Cesaro title match is a, is a dream on. match for someone in a, in a sense. Thank you. Good friend Jake for the gifted to Kath, uh, Barbara Darrell. Thank you for stopping by Kath as well. Always great to see you. Thanks. Uh, Good yeah, I, uh, I'm with you. It's one of those ones that like. I sort of go through a gamut of emotion, uh, different reactions quickly where you're like, uh, oh, that's sort of a, they've, that's all that Claudio's run was. And then you're also like, uh, I guess they need a TV show or something. <laughs> Business decision of like, they're going to try to sell a TV show coming up uh, with Chris Jericho as the, as the champion. Do you think it is as simple as that, that they want Jericho to do sort of what he did with uh, AEW proper and be like, all right. We need to go around and sort of sell you. I forget what those things are. Those are called the upfronts in the in the TV yes. biz, where it's like yeah. Jericho was someone. These execs, where you go, oh, you, Chris Jericho. They might they might be like, oh yeah, yeah yeah, Chris Jericho. Right right right. From the from the CBC program. My name is Chris Jericho. Yeah of course. Yeah, I love that yeah, guy. yeah. Famous improv actor Chris Jericho. Uh, so much to like in this match out the gate. Jericho teases the no handshake. Of course, a big deal in this uh, Ring of Honor rules match. He eventually does give it, but forearms Claudio out of it. Sort of a nice touch on the, okay, I, I am an asshole, but I'll play by the rules. Uh, Claudio immediately uppercuts back. He's nobody's fool. Okay, I think this is probably the, the spot that everybody's going to be talking about leaving the match is the Rana reversal by Jericho. Doing... Like, that's a core strength thing. He, Claudio can, of course, assist and is the strongest living person. But to mid-rotate, smokes his own noggin on the turnbuckle in it. But really an amazing feat for a guy who I think is turning 70 next year. And I've been watching wrestle for my entire life. Uh, true, Truly amazing. Yeah, I mean, we can say this every week that he comes in and throws the, like, uh, the renaissance match and we we continue to be blown away by it uh i obviously don't think it's in i don't think it's in the stratosphere over of some of the other ones he's had recently on sure. in the main events of these shows but um yeah i mean how can you not be in awe how can you not have him as like one of the guys who had the best years at this point this is gonna and thank you for the follow whoever that was i missed the name on the screen but i appreciate it very much more smoke than people bongs that would be that would be smoke more bongs with the fall, <laughs> appreciate that. Wow, that's what Zoom's is always saying. That is what more I'm bongs. Yeah, specifically bong. Uh, I think I like this match a little bit more than you, maybe Zoom's. I thought they got really aggressive in the back half here. I loved when Claudio went for the giant swing. Uh, Jericho turned over so he couldn't do it. Then he's like, "Fuck this!" Threw Jericho's legs down and just hits a double stomp. I spiritually read this of, "Okay, Ring of Honor fighting Claudio. He's not going to do the giant swing anymore." Of course, this was foolhardy. Five minutes later, he's doing it to an enormous reaction. It feels this is such like a in the weeds, too picky thing, but it does feel weird for a member of the Blackpool Combat Club to be like, "What are you swing the guy around?" I don't know. It doesn't feel totally in line. But small complaint, he was going to have that cornball music, I suppose this move works. But I think some addition by subtraction, uh, you drop that, add some distortion to your theme, and we could really, really be on to something. Uh, tail end of this match, you're a very believable Walls of Jericho breakout from Claudio. But then they get into it, and Chris Jericho, through some fuckery, wins this match and is your new Ring of Honor world champion. What did you think of the moment, Zoobs? Were you like, what it was a horrible because you're, you're a huge claudio guy so, so how did you read this immediately 
Uh, I think definitely the new that I did sort of come into this thinking it was a pretty good possibility that this was going to okay. change. Um, just sort of on the, it actually does make a lot of sense to con to continue sort of helping Jericho build the argument for himself as the greatest, right? Sort of your Tony's been able to help with 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 some things there, and 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 he's been really apparently you know, really very helpful to them in the last little bit when things have been really turbulent. Totally. Uh, sort of be like, all right, you you want what can we do for you? We can give you the ROH title, and you can sort of help us. Uh, do this thing. I think it does make a, a a lot of sense in that way, and you could do a lot worse than putting a title on Chris Jericho to get uh, people to watch your shows and and be interested in what's going on. And especially as we've seen in, in in an expansion sort of way. Obviously, he's extremely good at it. Um, and they're not expand. They're not. It's no ROHs are new, but it you know how it's being presented essentially is. So I think he's a, a important guy to also have known as like he's going to be on this show from time to time, right? Sort of build that you know little version of what aw is that roh show it's like you can sort of count that he'll be on it for a little bit in in probably a number of capacities i've got no problem with calling roh new at this point i mean if, if you know our roh version five or something but when this tv show starts it's going to feel like when dynamite started at least to me it's not going to feel like the continuation of anything these pay-per-views feel like a a holdover the bridge to get us there more than uh, like it almost to an era of itself i suppose right yeah uh torque penderloin letting us know cardi b just tweeted uh a jade clip from tonight that feels enormous cardi b one of one of the first of all one of zooms favorite musicians of all time and one of the most popular people on the planet so that that's that's huge and a new york icon isn't she i'm not a cardi b expert but yeah, they've been leading they, they would they've literally had me into the new york uh celebrity connection this, just this rap in general i feel like uh all over this program but in ways that i largely enjoyed um we have to, yeah, okay. People want to talk about other stuff. Uh, okay, great. Love this opener. Really, really like this opener between Claudio. Excited to see what it means for Ring of Honor and when exactly we're going to get the Ring of Honor television program. And yeah, I, I don't know. Did the chat like this one as much as me? Maybe they were a bit more with you, where uh, it, was, it was good, but not the TV match of the year contender I sort of felt it was. Yeah, people, people seeing uh, Chris genuinely seemed honored to win. Um, Jericho is shooting for the Stu Hart. I, I, I probably probably only has my vote. I don't think anybody's had a bigger, a better high profile year. But what know, does Ariel Hawani think? I know that I know the chat will, will be like, oh, Speedball Bailey. I was like, oh, I must have missed the missed the single TV match of his that like matters about. He's a great wrestler. He's had a lot of great matches, but like in terms of like the best wrestler in the year, you have to be you have to be making like ratings and drawing and winning high profile things. Zooms is full on 2002 Bruce Pritchard. It's like. These bingo halls? Like, well, who's, who's no, no, no. Hold on now. Yeah, yeah. Hold on now. I respect him and think it's very important. Course, I don't yeah. think it's legitimate to be like he's the best Canadian not. wrestler no. of the year. Like that's a, that's ridiculous to me. Of course, I you agree know? with you. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh... It's, it's in no way do I look down on it and think it's not valued. I just think it's it's crazy to be like the guy who you know guys made a WrestleMania against Stone Cold Steve Austin. And be like, ah, but that sucks. It's like, okay, but like, well, what, what about Mike Bailey's run on uh, on TNA over there? Everybody loves that show. There you go. Seeing, seeing it all go down there. Uh, what does this mean for Claudio Castagnoli's Zooms? He's going to be a bit more of a stalwart, uh, a person who's going to show up every week on Dynamite now, a little bit more present with the BCC, or is he going to go away until Ring of Honor starts? This, of course, isn't clear, just speculating here, but this is a guy I'd like to see on TV more. It's a good question. And it also sort of brings to mind that. 
ROH at its position right now is maybe not going the way that everybody expected it to. Whereas sort of at first came in, it was like, oh, this is going to be a BCC show. It's going to be, it's sort of built in their mode. And it's like slowly the Jericho Creation Society is like collecting those belts, right? We're sort of seeing as like, going to be their sports entertainment show. (laughs) (laughs) And an angle you can't pass up where Chris Jericho is the sports entertainer. It reminds me a bit of Matt Cardona going to GCW. Like, I think it'll carry a little bit of that energy where it's like, oh, no, here, who cares about this this wrestling, this pure title? I'm not shaking anybody's hands. I I think Jericho will have a huge amount of bandwidth with that. I'm going to really enjoy it. Uh, I agree with Kath Barbadoro here in the chat saying Speedball Bailey is a real, I'm telegraphing something about myself more than I am answering this question type pick. Entirely true. It's like when you ask, it's like, oh, what's your favorite movie this year? And somebody's like, oh, this art house look from four years ago. It's like, thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> I was, I was wondering about that. Looking for like a going to the movies sort of thing <laughs> uh, well if you had a time machine you know who's talking uh we move on here zoobs to a little zoobs bait on the show john moxley and brian danielson sort of split promo uh backstage uh not split against each other i should say video package opposite one another uh, i think this is probably the only time in history you'll ever say brian danielson had a better promo than mox here i, I think mox was trying to do like a tepid fighting within my family thing but he just came sort of more down tempo than i'm used to seeing him and i like mm. the the charged up uh father mox energy uh, but brian here this didn't even occur to me when we knew this match was coming up points out he's lost to four guys in AEW: hangman page daniel garcia chris jericho john moxley but he has avenged these three it's time to avenge the fourth and because of that, he's actually able to take some pride in fighting within the faction. I wish I would have realized that last week. That's a, a great little touch there, I thought. And uh, smart of AEW to call it out. Yeah, it does. It, it, and it adds. And I, I think I agree with you there. It's sort of Mox has to, you know, he his, his bread and butter is the, like, grudge or the way that he is able to make it personal or the way that he is able to take it as a slight or carry it as a chip on his shoulder. That sort of is what pushes him forward. Uh, and he doesn't really have that to lean on here. So it's sort of, I'm with you, where it's like he's not able to hit sort of his fastball sort of thing. Yeah, no one wants to hear Mox be like, I'm going to cut Daniel Bryan in half. I'm going to drink that guy's blood. I'm going to turn his skull into bread. It's like, no, no, you you guys are brothers at arms, Mox. Like, both the damn brains. <laughs> and then you take that gear away from him. He's like, I guess I'm a little frustrated with with uh, my pal Brian Daniels. You know, I don't I don't like being mad at my friends, but it happens sometimes. Uh, carrying a little bit of that, uh, but the match didn't play out that way, so who cares? Uh, up next here, Zoobs, and we will be talking about what is arguably the hottest match of the card: Swerving Our Glory versus the Acclaim. But I would like to encourage everybody to drop a follow if you are here for the first time and watching. We're on the road to 1,200 Brainiacs. So we'd greatly appreciate you joining that number. If you're here on a multiple time view, we're killing it on the subs tonight. But if you feel if you have not subscribed yet. Why not tonight? Feels like a great night to do it. Uh, And finally, this Monday begins TNA month on my Patreon. Four weeks of retro reviews of 2005, 6, 7, and 8. Their highest selling pay-per-view of each of those years in TNA. Patreon.com slash J0SHC. $5 a month gets you into my Discord where all the best wrestling talk on planet Earth is going. As well as, I mean, just... 70 70 solo episodes of wrestling brain zoobs is on some of it matt's on some of it lots of people you like are on lots of it and uh, next week kicks off uh, a big content piece so go get in while the getting's good patreon.com slash j0shc who did you think was going to win this match tonight zoobs between swerve and our glory and the acclaimed i did think it was going to be danielson you know, 
Oh, sorry. In the in the tag title match. Oh, pardon me. I thought they were going to do the acclaim thing. I for sure. Pardon yeah, me. Yeah, you, I, thought, I, thought, I was looking at the chat and the other thing. Yeah, no I, th problem. I thought they were going to pull the trigger tonight. I, I really did. It just seemed like it, it all seemed set up for this, and and sort of the the biggest thing people were saying was sort of like the the big the great thing the first match did was want people to really desperately have them win the big match, and then just sort of following through on it. I think it's just smart and sort of indicative of of what has made a lot of the success of this company is sort of like giving fans something to want sure. and then giving it to them, right? It's sort of like a not that complicated sometimes. No, and I think sometimes when we talk about being New York pilled, it is like, well, well, maybe we, we need to, to pain his pleasure and we, we need to delay this for another three years for the payoff. And it isn't always the way. I will say you know what, going you know what else happens sometimes? Sorry. No, please. is I think I think sometimes we get stuck in like, well, FTR should be the champions. Like, why aren't we why aren't we just going straight to the FTR thing? And it's like sometimes you have to sort of let other things happen. This is an organic, cool thing that's happening with the acclaimed and sort of you sort of sometimes you can get a little too zoomed out on it and sort yeah. of want it to be a big thing where every single champion is the best guy it could possibly be, and it's all the best feuds. I think sometimes you you recognize that these four guys have turned this into a hot ticket, and it's it's really helped the acclaimed and then sort of there they needed a jump up they were sort of you could see it coming and it all worked out and and, it, and it's it, it's really like great to see it makes it's a, it's a really good feel good story for for the company in general yeah i totally agree uh even though i came into this match thinking if i was tony khan i would have swerve in our glory win here again uh, I think a giant heel act when MJF is not around is missing on this show. And I thought this would have been, and then you do the acclaimed in a, a rubber match somewhere down the line. They win it in the third one. Tons of famous builds have this exact dynamic where the babyface loses twice and then eventually gets there in the third. However, about one third of the way through this match, I changed my mind. And I was like, even if I thought that I would have called an audible here because as over as I knew the acclaimed were, there's something about the pairing with Swerve in our glory that is a credit to Keith Lee and Swerve that they are so heel. This is a, this was a bigger reaction match than I was imagining it to be, even though I thought it was going to be huge. Uh, I should mention that fabulous is out with Swerve and our glory here, continuing the Swerve right. Strickland, like actually knows cool, famous people. and can get them onto AEW. Like as much as we love AEW, if anyone knows anything about wrestling, I'm talking about outside of the bubble. They just think it's WWE. They, they right. don't have a clue that there's anything else. The idea that Swerve Strickland can magnetize mainstream or mainstream adjacent people into the, the B, at least in fame fed, that is something they need to lean on. And, and they did. And they did with Jade later on tonight, too. But I thought it was cool. They're enormously hated here. Uh, and my God, I, I thought the beginning and end of this match, I thought it got a little muddy in the middle, but, I, but it didn't matter because the crowd was so into it. But the beginning and end of this match, I thought were really good. They do the sort of old school thing of let the overness do the heavy lifting, you know? It's like Keith Lee is getting everything out of putting his shoe onto Caster's shoulder in the corner, just looking around with his beard. And you get when you're over like that, you can milk every moment and it feels effectual. What did you think of this match, Zoobs? Did you enjoy it as much as this damn crowd did who was uh, on fire for the entire thing? Yeah, I was happy to see sometimes there's, you know, these things go on for a couple of weeks and you sort of people exhaust every possible opinion you can have about them. And you hear sort of like, well, there's the there's the concern that um, the mo the moment doesn't happen again. Right. Where it's like you you're like, OK, we'll do it down the, down the line and the fans want a little more. And you're like that, that just happened to be a really incredible crowd the, the previous time or everything broke right. Or right. You remember with FTR the time they had the pec the, the bicep injury and it was like, oh, this didn't hit the gear it was about to hit um 
all that being said, it absolutely did. And I thought it was even was even hotter. And they built off what they had done before. I I love Keith Lee's look. I love sort of like these he's added letting the gray go in. He's he's like just sort yeah. of a, a, a bit of a, a, a I love big mean Keith Lee. I think Swerve has really been it's like you sort of very quickly since he's come here, really gotten way better every week and now it's like there's the guy that like you need a you need a heel to sort of get something going anywhere in the card like i think you could put him in with with just about anybody that and would be, and it would be fresh you know it would be a fresh matchup and he's a guy that's clearly shown that he can anchor a story in a division uh right here yes. and as you said the bringing in of celebrities or like having that connection to robot it's like it's also really easy to turn that into like a heel thing right where he's sort of above it and, and sort of like it it is not that big of a deal to him i think it is uh I think it's exciting. I think it 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 has helped both teams a lot, and I think yes. um, it's a nice shakeup. It's nice that you know it, ultimately it, it's nice that the tag team division isn't for all the talent they do have, and it's nice that it isn't FTR and Young Bucks every week, right? It's sort of you you do have a lot of different places you can go and teams you can get excited about, and part of the reason we like this company so much was the promise of good tag team wrestling. So two hot tag team championship matches in a row, and and in the end they got a hometown huge pop for a team that deserved to win. Uh, and it's a good story. It's it's great. It's one. It was one of the attractions for me, and I think a lot of people coming into this show was like the promise of this moment uh, and it paying off. Uh, just for some moments in the match, and I agree with all of that, Zoobs, and especially about what what more could you really want from a feud? And, and I think you could argue any one of these four individuals in terms of who it's helped the most, which is really incredible. Normally, it's like oh, this team got over, this burned out of it. The acclaimed are obviously way larger than before but i think anthony bowens with the billy gunn thing is he has emerged as no longer the clear b side max caster feels like as hot on the mic as anybody in the company keith lee feels completely rehabbed i remember when he arrived as like sort of this intellectual baby face people were like i'm not exactly sure what he's going for here i think being with swerve has done a lot and i think swerve i'll get to it here in a second and to keep it or kick it but i think sky's the limit for swerve basically so everyone doing great in this uh the Max Caster suplex on Keith Lee is like one of the biggest pops for a suplex I think you'll ever see. Now, granted, respect to Keith Lee for being gigantic because it makes moves look cool when you <laughs> let guys hit him on you. It's like if I was as big as Keith Lee, but like, you're not suplexing me. I'll do that once a year for someone I love, you know? It's like, well, we'll really, we'll really make something <laughs> of it. Uh, nice of to do that for Max Caster. Uh, crowd comes unglued for the Anthony Bowens comeback where he's doing the big strike exchange. Just a lot to love in the match. Nothing more, though than the uh, bizarre dangerous on all fronts tailbone destroying 450 leg drop by swerve strickland to the floor that is something you can you know it's like oh wrestling has changed a lot for the worse and in some ways it has but it's also better than it ever has been in most ways as well I'll just tell you that nobody could do that before like seven years ago. Like this isn't some like, this is all you, you know, no one in the NWA was doing 450 leg drops. Like nobody on Raw it, when you were watching it was doing these moves. Absurd stuff to see. Uh, really, really loved this match. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad that everything worked out the way that it did. It sort of, it ends up, you end up getting a great moment in a, on a really big show and, and uh, it feels great. I'm I'm thrilled, and I'm excited to see what they can do as a, a run as champs. No matter how long it is, they sort of yeah. There's been a, there's been a couple different types of of tag team title reigns, and and we haven't had a team like the acclaimed sort of as tag team champs uh, that I can remember. Sort of like the team that you know hasn't always been on top, or sort of hasn't always yeah. sort of been looked at as a top team. So this is our first sort of like underdog champion. I'm excited to see what that means. So we know where the acclaimed go from here, right? They, they are now the champions. People are chasing them. 
it seems to me that Keith and Swerve, especially with the post-match, are likely going to be heading for a breakup uh, feud here. And we can talk about that and what we might think about it. But I actually think maybe the more interesting thing to do here is a keep it or kick it. Are you down for one of those? Can't wait. Keep it or kick it, of course, the segment of the show. This is the first of three times that I'm going to give a wrestling prompt. And you, these oobs, and you, the Brainiacs in the chat, are going to have to tell me if you want to keep that prompt, which means you like it, you love it, you want some more of it, or you kick that prompt when you hate it, despise it, you never want to see it again. Zoobs, do you understand the rules of keep it or kick it? I do. I do. Thank you, good friend Jake, for throwing the, the emotes in the chat. Appreciate you. And Danny DeRosha. Thank you very much. Here we go. This prompt. Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland are likely headed for a breakup feud. And regardless who exits that, I think you have two upper mid-card to upper card stars on your hands. But Zoobs, if you were to give the TNT title to one of them, let's keep Come or on. kick this statement keep it or kick it this statement between keith lee and swerve strickland Swer swerve strickland should be the one to win the tnt title hit the music maddie keep it or kick it 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 keep it kick it keep it kick it Whew, star is born. The star is born. Thank you to Smoke More Bongs. Smoke More Bongs. That's the subscribe on Prime. Love yeah. that for us. Easy to do. <laughs> and it's free for you. So, I mean, Josh, what did you expect? I'll ask you this before I go through the chat. What did you expect the answers to be here? Yeah, I guess I expected keeps. I was sort of seeing who the kicks were to, to see who agreed with me. I thought Keith Lee was an absolute star in this match and could be a literal top-end heel in this company in a way that few could right now. I think you run with this guy as you shrimps legit cannot hang with me. Swear Strickland was hanging out with all these famous people. I don't give a shit about that. I'm the biggest, meanest, roughest dude around. Hey, Wardlow, no problem. I, I am a 100 pounds larger than you. Come here. Give me that belt. I'm in on Keith. Where are you on this one, Zoops? People people don't understand the layers you know <laughs> just the way you answered that it, people I, I feel i feel it will pass some people by and i want to peel back a little bit of the answer you gave when i said what did you think the answers would be is what i said there what did you think not what your answer was what did you think the answers would be and you said you thought the answer would be keep because your answer of course is kick I was just trying to see. We're, we're trying to sometimes weeding out the kicks, he says. So let's go through the voting. <laughs> and, <laughs> Who are uh, my kicks? Who are with me? Join kicks, me. Stone Cold, ET, 7th Offensive. Uh, that's it. Everybody else, keep city. Good friend Jake, Bobby Burritos, Sever, Danny, Midaw, Korvac, Scoots, Brodo, Philly McGinnis, Irish Max, Sam Fells. No clue what this is. Uh, did I say pace foul before? Uh, Thomas W. Pace foul was a kick, and some defensive was a kick. Ashton Kutcher also kicked. Area Thrasher kept. Uh, I am Ahab. Smoke more bongs. Torque Penderloin. Captain Twigs. Danny DeRosha. Heart Note. Damn it, damn it, damn it. C. Suppa. Brick Mittens. Hot Tuna. The Orbitoclast. Nibwitz 05. Hit Smurl. Qui Gon Jin and Juice. Thunderous G. Stegabuns. And the Zang Zone all kept it. Listen, we. we... Hey, where, where are you on this one, Zooms? Go, go. I ahead, think I'm. You? I think I'm with you. I think. Uh, I think Keith Lee is a special. Uh, listen, I, and I'm not saying that uh, Strickland is not somebody that could could be in a in a top 
level uh, event or be in a top level feud or like get a good feud out of somebody that you didn't expect. I think like you, I think you could you, there's a class of guy sort of sort of what they've done with Brody King, where it's like there's a oh, class yeah, of guy sure. that can't beat him. It's just like it's just doesn't matter who this guy like when he was beating up Darby Allen. Obviously, that's going to we're going to have that match later, but it's still it's sort of been established like there's a class of guy that will not be able to touch this dude. It's just sort of he's too big and too mean. There's no way around it. Like you can do what Darby does and like drag him into a, a gimmick way of sort of right. But but one on one, he he has no chance. We we saw that right. I think that is sort of what you can do with Keith Lee as as a guy, as you said, um, is sort of done with like the fun stuff. It's, it's sort of like, no, I'm I'm ready to just run, sort of run rough shot here. I'm the I'm I'm the best guy here. I think I think you could do a lot with that. Build something big with W Morrissey and MJF and all them. There's there's things you could do. Uh, I see Bobby Burritos in the chat. Bobby, plug the Instagram. Look at look at this Exploder tea. This incredible St- Scott Steiner Steiner Bros Beach Bash tea. How incredible is this? Has uh, has not missed uh, even once. Zero misses. Oh, is it? Oh, Bobby Burrito's T-shirt time. Exploder tees only on this show. Bobby, throw your Instagram and Twitter in the chat, please. Give uh, Exploder a follow. Doing incredible work over oh. there. Sorry, people were saying the streamlabs is broken. I it is. It is. I don't. I'll be. It'll be fixed in a second. I just realized I had turned the streamlabs. Uh, you fixed it. Oh, thank you. Look at Man. that dynamite, Look Matt. Look at this. Two steps ahead. This is the we've taken away the videos and we said you're gonna have to do more around here, Matt. You're 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 a, your husband now. The, the we're not dating anymore, right? It's your right. now your the rings on the finger. You're not we're going anywhere. Up. We're gonna need we're gonna need some fucking songs. We're gonna need the chat monitored. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna, we have to monetize you if you're coming on here every week talking about getting paid. You know, <laughs> yeah. anything my wife the sword and shield needs, I'm there. <laughs> Wife, husband, big brother, Dynamite Matt only does everything. Uh, after this big tag title moment, I love when they do this. We stay in the division. We head backstage for an FTR promo. It's a cash one out the gate saying he's they're doing the babyface thing. Respect to both those teams. Really liked what they did. But we've been number one contender forever. It's our time to be here. They're interrupted by the Gun Club who do FTR impressions and are saying, uh, FD, are we done complaining about uh, being number one contenders yet? FDR, are we done whining around? Uh, and then they memorize the top guy, gah, gah, gah thing. And then they say, top guys out. Uh, I actually really like this from Gun Club. I don't know how Me too, man. It. I was like, hey, 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 whoa. Gun, Club, Gun Club's next. Gun Club's next. We're getting, we're doing it. I another, think another maybe acclaimed uh, magic thing, man. Yeah, could be. Uh, but nonetheless, I, I, I thought this was segment was, uh, I mean, how often do would you say the Gun Club could outshine FTR at anything? Uh, right. I thought FTR were outshone here by, by and the uh, future FTR. They said that was their exact uh, wording. Uh, 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 top guys out. See, I could do it. You and you I could be. It. Yeah, well, easily. That's the thing. Yeah, I'd be FTR beard. I suppose. Yes. Yeah. I would. And I would. I'd have to be. I'd be mustache guy full time. Wouldn't be a problem. See, they could never team up with you though. Make them look way too small. That's the thing. Right, problem. Right. <laughs> yeah, you only guys on the roster that can hang out with you. W. Morrissey, Lance Archer. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Morris, I mean, I even guess. the Wardlow's and powerhouses. Like, you're really not have, six five. Huh? Yeah, they don't really have charisma, right? You gotta have also charisma. Well, you you can't just be standing around. Have to have everything. That's exactly right. I think Samoa Joe and I could be a cool tag team. Sure. Anyway, 
um uh sort of a curious choice here Zeus. i'd love to get your thoughts on it when i'm done explaining here wheeler yuda out here for a live audience promo uh you know i'm always in favor of doing these uh in front with the people i think that's always we should be promoting the backstage just isn't as compelling to me especially when it's just these same areas backstage something that i would i do love that i think uh they did oh no sorry mixing my brain on tna pay-per-view something they liked the different locales going backstage uh not on dynamite at all but does happen on lockdown 2008 so uh, go check that out uh more on that later uh wheeler yuda's out to new york who does like him initially until he's interrupted by their favorite son maxwell jacob friedman interrupts wheeler yuda and immediately one of our guys on this channel wheeler yuda He's getting a little outgunned by one of the best on the mic here and with his people. Uh, MJF goes, oh, do you want to talk about that, Zeus, before I get into the MJF promo? Well, I mean, listen, nobody, there's there's like, you know, not many people out there that that wouldn't get cooked in MJF by a, in a promo thing right now, right? He's sort of absolutely red hot. Um, anybody that, you know, one of the guys that could hang with him is, is not on the show anymore. So why do it then? Well, he's got to still be on TV and doing stuff. You, you, you have to use him. You're not going to, yeah. you know. So he's going to sit. You have the great talker, and he doesn't talk to anybody. That doesn't, you know. You sort of have yeah. to have him on the show too. So Maybe I'm a lower listen. card great talker, I suppose. Which is all to say, I didn't think that Willard Yuta was so was so bad. I, okay. Sort of, sort of, given Matt Prince saying better than Jungle Boy, better than Dante for sure, definitely. I agree. And with he's that. up against MJF, so um, continues to be sort of the part of the thing with BCC is we're we're seeing out of this sort of thing with him and Danny Garcia both of them clearly guys are trying to build in a lot of different ways so I didn't uh I, obviously he was out of class but I didn't think it was uh necessarily as as much of a bad sign How about that I, I appreciate that maybe I'm overstating in the moment it played very poorly to me but maybe I was just like you say MGF is so good I, I did think Wheeler sort of stumbling over Wheeler was trying to get across that he's like listen I'm not going to go personal I wouldn't I wouldn't cross those lines I'm not like you you know what fuck it your fiance is going to leave you like you walked out of here, but he, right. he's like rushing through it and not getting this point. Like, it's actually a pretty compelling hook for this promo. I just thought he like rushed through it really quickly. And then MJF was just like, it was what he exactly what he did to Darby where he just like, he's like, we both know that wasn't very good. And I'm about to expose you. And it's like, my skin crawls for those dudes in those moments. It's like, Oh right. no. Um, but I suppose that's what it is. MJF goes full MJF in New York. He's still insulting Queens, which is not his chosen love island. They don't give a shit. He calls them questionable Queens. He said the place stinks, but he does love me. Hey, <laughs> they, they do love me. So how bad could it be kind of thing? Um, pretty, not, not the most dynamic MJF performance, but it doesn't need to be. Like he, he's so, right. he, you know, if you have them in your palm like that, you know, play around a little bit. I, I got a lot of joy out of watching MJF do his thing here. Even if I didn't think this was like his, you know, we've seen him really do some uh, send home promos. This wasn't quite that, but but I still got a kick out of it. Yeah. Um, He said about Wheeler's promo, oh, everybody, let's, let's applaud for Wheeler Yuta. He's gone from a drying paint to pet rock personality. What an improvement. I did. I did. I, I, I was like, that's kind of what I was thinking. You're, you're, you're becoming heavily MJF guy. It's, it's happening. Maybe, but I like Wheeler Yuta a great deal too. Who, who, who was calling for Wheeler Yuta in BCC earlier than me? I was calling for him and we, him and Lee Moriarty. Those, those are the guys I wanted. You can't find that person. They don't exist. I'm just saying I wouldn't put them in a live promo with MJF necessarily. I mean, you do want to put people in tough spots so that they can rise if they're up to it, right? Um, yeah. 
but I, I didn't think he necessarily stepped up enough here, but not the end of the world. Uh, it doesn't matter anyway, because W Morrissey's out. He chokes out uh, poor Wheeler. Uh, Big Bill is what MJF is calling W Morrissey. If I'm W Morrissey, I'm dropping W Morrissey right now and making my actual wrestling name Big Bill. Two G's, two L's. That's yeah, pretty good. I mean, you, W more. Who's getting more over Zoops? W Morrissey or Big Bill? Big Bill, no question, no question. Big Bill. Big Bill M. Yeah, good shout. What are we talking Ashton about Kutcher. here? Big Bill M. Everybody, the chat, chat unanimous here. Everybody Big wants Big Bill, Bill M. M. Big Bill M. I feel it. Zooms. Big Bill M. Big Bill M. Oh, so easy. So easy. You can Put that on me every time. And that was the segment. Uh, MJF in New York. We would see him again later on, though. Yeah. We cut backstage to Jade and the baddies. Uh, somebody who I'm not familiar with enters and she's like, I've been searching for somebody for you, Jade. And a, uh, a, a star I actually know. Like, it's not always in these things where I'm like, oh, I know who this person is. A famous rapper Trina comes out here. I was like, what? How did M how did AW they have Action Bronson Friday? I can't wait for that Action Bronson and Hook match, by the way. We'll talk about Rampage later. Uh, these are like, I'm just maybe I'm so poisoned from the era like guest host raw, where it's like, remember Grumpy Cat from four years ago? Here we <laughs> fucking go. They're in a segment with the Miz this cat. Oh, look. Remember? And it's like everything's on such delay. It's like this is embarrassing. These these are like semi i mean i don't know that fabulous is necessarily at his peak but these are like relevant big-ish stars i think that's cool yeah yeah listen it's awesome like i've said before that leaning leaning heavily on the on the new york thing uh all week and and a great use of jade obviously sort of interacting with these superstars and as you said uh got cardi b tweeting on a jade clip uh sort of useful stuff to have that, with that, that feels with, big. With what swerve has it's it's useful to have big time I'm right there with you, my big brother. I agree with, uh, I think it was Stone Cold ET in the chat saying that Trina looked really great here and like a star. I, I didn't really understand what she's saying. She says, well, you know what? I'll see you on Friday. Are we getting like Trina? She's probably just going to stand like on ringside and like forearm Jade as she gets Irish whipped or something. Like Trina isn't going to be in a match, right? No, I don't think so. Okay. I didn't get that impression from this at least. No, nor I. Oh, well. Do we want to play a little trade deadlines? Or do we want to do Orange Cassidy versus Pac? I put it to you. Let's uh, let's flip let's flip through Orange Cassidy against Pac, and then we'll look we'll at the trade deadline this week. I don't think it's an over exaggeration to say one of the best feuds in AEW, Orange Cassidy versus Pac, continues tonight here for the All Atlantic Championship. Uh, here, ready for everybody to get me to go asshole mode. I apologize to the chat, yes. but uh, <clears throat> uh, we're on week three of Trio's title watch. Oh, uh, we've got Grand Slam, of course, the two of the bigger television shows of the year, and we've got uh, Pac in a singles match, and Ray Phoenix in a singles match uh, Friday. We're on you know, week three trios title watch. This is, what a ride we're on, folks! This has been, <laughs> yeah, this nothing has but been, memories, nothing but memories so far. Yeah, oh, I'm thinking all the time that the Death Triangle wrestled together against three other guys who weren't just hastily thrown together. Why don't we just put that fucking belt on Chuck Taylor? <laughs> We could. We, I wouldn't have to do this every week. Think if this is on the best be friends, having. I wouldn't think be here complaining. Think of the matches we could be having right now. With Chuck? You do any stipulation, any star, style, any team, anybody in the world. Star, seven star, eight star, whatever, whatever star. Belt on Chuck Taylor when? Any team anywhere in the world, no problem. I'm right there with you, and you know that. I might have to watch the video tonight. 
regardless, I thought this was a, an absolute corker. I don't think this is quite as good as their very first match, which I sort of hold in like one of my favorite AEW matches regards. It, it, it's it's tough when you have a match like that for expectations to be even remotely normal. Where your brain is just going to be like, oh, these guys locking up. Like I remember. Um, I want to ask you, Zoobs, how do you feel like Orange Cassidy's character works in a feud with rematches like this? Sort of doing the fired up thing out the gate and then doing some of the classic Orange Cassidy spots to piss off Pac, but in the, the middle of the, the match. I uh, I liked, I, listen, I love the chemistry these two these two have. It's sort of uh, impossible to deny it for me. They're, they're, they're so perfectly matched with each other. Um, so I was digging everything that happened here. I, I was sort of like, and this has just been a great hour of like giving us the satisfying wrestling that we crave. Um, yeah, very into the sort of the way that they maneuvered the different approaches, I guess, for lack of a better word, that Orange Cassidy had in his two matches now against against Pac. I think it's, uh, or the two high profile ones that I can think of. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously they've, they've met in trios and stuff, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm into the creativity that, that they get to use when they, when they do, um, orange cassidy sometimes you know when, it, when it's not when, it, when it's a little less of like paint by number for him when it's a little more like how is he going to figure out a bigger match against a guy like Pac? i think it's uh really intriguing to me i'm right there with you and i think that that's almost it's what makes him in long-term feuds interesting almost in a way and Pac's such a good foil for exactly what you're talking about like he is the guy who will get as heated as you need him to be and engage with you and like it makes you believe because he's so into it and I, I, I talk about this maybe too much but i really appreciate Pac for that uh it, it's a really good trait in a wrestler i hate triple h but he's like the all-time good example of it it's like anything <laughs> you say to slight that guy's like what and it's and it's the best uh ashton kutcher saying would best friends be defending if they won yes because First of all, you would have seen the rating surge from the Best Friends title win. Boom, we finally crest 1.5 million. <laughs> Tony Khan goes, what's that? Realizes it's the Chuck Taylor, Kentucky Gentleman factor and says, you might have even seen Big Chuck in this tournament. You might have seen Chuck Pin and Mox out there tonight. That, yeah. yeah. You might have. Kath Barbador saying, this was my least favorite of the OC Pac matches, but a high standard. Yeah, I think that's exactly where I would fall too. Uh, finish wasn't my favorite, but did make sense to smoke more bongs. Yeah, this was the third interruption finish in a row on this show. I don't want to harp on about the AEW agenting situation, but it's like right three matches with uh without a clean finish. Like that's uh, a little a little silly billy to me, but what are you gonna do? Uh anyway. After you're saying that sounds like best friends not defending. Yeah, I'm saying they would put the trios title on TV all the time. Three guys against Chuck Taylor. Maybe they can even have two more, 5v2. It's trios still, six people, five people trying to fight Chuck Taylor. The hooking two legs at once. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's what's going to happen. That's what would have happened. And then if they got, if eventually five guys managed to get strong enough, he's like, okay, I guess I'll get Trent and Orange. And then they easily, it's like, oh, right, at full strength. Trounced, yeah. Anyway. We got Death Triangle and they're futz. I haven't seen these three guys together since they won the belts. I don't think. Maybe, maybe they're missing flights yeah. again. Maybe that's what's going on here. Bach has to bring it with him to his North Atlantic yeah. defenses. That's right. Yeah, he's <laughs> over in fucking Rev Pro with one third of the trio's titles. A lot of good that does me. I feel sick. Pac is a hell of a wrestler. Though. There's no getting around that as is Orange Cassidy. Uh, Pac does this thing that I really like in wrestlers. Mox is actually kind of bad for this, but he does the opposite. Of course, I still love Mox a great deal. But when when it's when they understand that like I'm ducking here, 
Pac swings as hard as he can. He's like, okay, you better, you have to get out of the way because if what Pac is throwing, you see this in, in actual combat sports all the time, Zoobs, you know, it's like a guy throws a punch and it misses by this far. And it's like, if that would have connected, this fight's over. Pac throws every dodge match like that. He has a lariat where uh, Orange is on the apron here and Orange ducks it. And it's like as hard of a lariat as you've ever seen thrown at this air. And it's not like, there's not seconds in between or anything. Like it's a it's a believable spot. I really appreciate uh, Pac's sort of natural brutality and well-roundedness. Uh, all the respect in the world to Pac. He successfully defends his All-Atlantic title and continues his uh, reign of this thing here, Zoobs. Uh, the weakest of three, but still a pretty good match on what is uh, just a great wrestling card so far, I'd say. Yeah, pure. He pure, pure. Like other than the MJF segment, like not even a lot of, not not what we're used to, which is like a really crammed show with with you know a segment in and out of every match and, uh, you know, five matches an hour. It's, it was it's nice. It's nice. It felt big. It felt like a big show from from the way that it was filmed, as you pointed off the top through to the to the content basically at every at every stop. I mean, as we said, all title matches all night. Um, and all of them, I think. Aside from, you know, I guess you're right. There's sort of a wonky things in all of them, but um, that's also part of the biz, right? It's wonky finishes sometimes happen. I'm much rather the wonky than a, than a DQ, right? Sort of the I agree one for me. I, I, in that trade-off, I, I absolutely agree. Uh, Maddie has crafted a gorgeous Big Bill shirt. Are you seeing this on screen, Zoops? No. This is a, wow. That's a fucking gorgeous shirt. Wow. You want to Big become Bill. a millionaire, W. Morrissey? Get in touch with Matt Prince, have him craft you a theme, and this this T-shirt. Matt is earning the salary right away, i got to say. <laughs> yeah, we gave Matt a raise. We doubled it, you might even say. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you for the gesture, I think, is, is, what, is what matters. Yeah. We, we're giving That's him right. the exposure we said we'd say his name six times a stream now dynamite mat dynamite mat dynamite mat that's <laughs> uh <laughs> at mr maddie pie on twitter though one of my favorite twitter follows quite frankly underfollowed had a couple yeah. good ones today gotta say <laughs> now that you're in the now that you're in the comic club now that you're a thousand air twitter is about reaching the hand the hand down and 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 yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. shining some light on, on some of the smaller accounts that you believe are. Listen, I've outright tweeted on my account before. More people should follow at Mr. Batty Pie. I've said this multiple will, times. Truthfully, Matt, what are the payment? Do you, what are the payment do you want? I mean, that's geez. Yeah, <laughs> the whole exposure. The whole, is... You added a zero to the account. You know what I mean? Yeah. About... I read an article <laughs> in the Washington Post that being paid in exposure is good. There you go. <laughs> yeah, thank you. I'm always agreeing with Washington. Uh, Terry 77 live saying big bill would be a JR call for sure. I absolutely agree. Hits that East river crossing side slam. Or I want to slam my big bill. I mean, it's, it's right there. Fatal four way for the AEW women's interim world championship tonight. DMD Britt Baker taking on Serena Deeb and Athena, all three challenging for Tony storms title that she carries into this match. Uh, Tony Storm and Athena immediately put uh, knock out the two heels to the side of the ring, and they do a bit of a, a long spot together. Deeb rolls into the ring, and you know what? Shame on you, AEW commentary. They were talking about something the fuck else as Serena Deeb put... I wrote this down because I didn't want to get it wrong. He She puts Storm in a sharpshooter, and then off the ropes, catches Athena in an indomitable stretch, and is subbing both of these people at once. 
cool, very cool stuff to me. Uh, crowd didn't really come alive for it, but I see you with uh, Serena Deeb. I thought that was very cool. Um, in fact, I thought a lot of really cool moves in this match. I know the post-match angle is probably what's going to swallow this, but I, I actually enjoyed this match quite a bit and thought, I, I really, I'm just not, like Britt Baker is the just the common weak link in some of these things. And I feel like Athena and Serena Deeb, Tony Stone to a bit of a lesser degree, are just like ready to go. And in certain combinations, I'm really into these. But, but Britt just isn't really, really doing it for me. But we're still still enjoyed this match quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I think Athena is starting to we're starting to get she's one of the people that when they when she came over, um, and I had talked about this a little bit earlier um uh, between shows about um the thing we talked about with Andrade, and we talked about it with um, I mean, Malachi Black of just sort of like, you know, continuing to hear like yeah. this person is a star and if you can't meet them a star, like something's wrong with you and you sort of get to like, well, eventually you have to sort of grasp it. Um, I think Athena's clearly settling in and like, I, I worry that I've said this before about people that they brought into the, into the division, but like, I think they have the talent level to, to, to make this a bigger thing and a better thing. Um, I think she's continued to stand out in these in in like the four person and then these things that are able to really showcase her best sides. I think I think there's a ton there. I really do. Yeah, a, a very cool rebound backbreaker from Athena. Uh, there's the, the I don't know. It's just Brit. Brit is the weak spot of like so many of these exchanges I have written down here. It's like that. It's going going when then Brit gets involved. It's like a a soft rope hit and a stumble. It's like oh my goodness. It's, it's it must be frustrating for those three. I imagine like legitimately. I really thought Athena Sean Bright in this match. Unfortunately, I think she'll sort of be forgotten. Uh, there is a post match beat down Britt Baker's face covered in blood. She's beating down Tony Storm after the match. Jamie Hader runs out, sort of teases that she's going to help Tony. Does not starts to beat down Tony Storm, and then. A debut I don't think many saw coming. Nope. Soraya, uh, formerly known as Paige. Paige uh, here. Of the, <laughs> Paige, yeah. Of the wonderful Fighting for My Family movie, of course, has uh, debuts to a seismic fucking reaction, a, a gigantic reaction for her here. D she did this, and Zoops, we know what that means. I want the title. Which to yep. me, it doesn't answer the question, can she wrestle? Because that's what's on all of our minds, right? Like, I, I want to say yes, and that that confirms it. But until I see her do it, I'm not going to get my hopes up. But uh, let's do this discussion that this means she can wrestle. What does this mean for the division to have someone of her uh, legacy, but also sort of like important in modern history? She sort of breaches a gap. I don't know. I think she's really interesting in this sphere. It's hard not to you have you sort of had to mention the the injury um you know the risk of well, the injury sort of situation that results in the giant pop and in the how huge of a moment it really did feel like because it was sort of like wow we didn't think this was gonna happen uh ever basically and if she's wrestling again it's like you really it's sort of similar sort of akin to um Danielson where you're just sort of like maybe you would just sort of assume that it just wasn't happening again so you sort of like yeah. you just sort of it's like ah the, I guess Edge went through it as well, um, where you're just like, he, there's a retirement and they can't do it anymore. Um, and they won't be allowed to. Um, and hers was like Edge tier, I feel like. Like it was, if I if I take a bump, it could be curtains. Like it's not, some people, you know, Austin, it's like, well, if anything hits the specific spot, like with Edge, and I, if I'm remembering correctly, Soraya, it was like, a, I have to stop right now. Like I'm I'm in the red already. Which, uh, yeah, you you assume that she's had the the proper tests and what coming back. Exciting yeah, it feels, times. It feels huge. It feels like, again, 
I want to believe that we continue to do this and we continue to say like a, a big a big talent addition for the women's division. We said it a couple of times. Like Ruby Soho came over and and sure. and we we said that and Athena comes over and we said that and Tony Storm has come over and we've said that and there's other examples of that as well. But um, I think we were at a point where we've said that enough times where like there's you know you're running out of excuses to not have a good division. I think is sort of what we're gonna, what we're going to get to right. here is like. You know, it, that's that's been a criticism of the company for a while and a fair criticism for quite a while. And now with the amount of talent they're starting that they have here, it's going to become um, a thing where like really there's no you, you're not trying then because you have you can't say you don't have the talent because you're, no. you're stockpiled up enough people um, that you should be able to do it. Totally agree with that, uh, and that's becoming more and more apparent, I think, not less and less. Even though these matches are getting better on the television, that almost creates its own set of uh, spotlight, uh, like you're pointing out. Uh, and to further that point, Tessaria, let's get to our second Keep It or Kick It of the Evening Zooms. Of course, like it, love it, want some more of it. You know the drill. Keep or kick. Here's prompt number two for the night. Ready, Brainiacs? Here we go. Keep it or kick it. Assuming she can wrestle 80% as well as her prime, Saria should be the next AW Women's World Champion. Josh, Zoobs, what did you think the answers would be to the question this week? This, I thought people would. Keep, I thought people would keep this. And is but that because of the reaction? Because of the reaction. So you're getting a lot of keeps, obviously, out of the out of the gate here. Scoots Brodo, no clue what this is. Danny DeRosha, Bobby Burrito's good friend Jake, uh, McGoraphobia, Marlon Phillips, Sam Fells, Culture of Losing, Thomas W, Trilly McGinnis, Hit Smurl, and Hot Tuna, all keeping it. And then here come the wave of kicks. It's Sever One. Corvax 1266 Stone Cold ET, Ashton Kutcher, Stake Buns, Tark Penderloin, the Orbital Class, C Suppa kicking. So some 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 close to evening. It gets close to evening out with the late kicks coming through. That's it's interesting, interesting. too, because the AEW doesn't want to run headlong into the old part-timer comes in and wins the title thing. I, I might consider putting the belt on page, but I'd float the idea of just like meaningful Soraya feuds out the gate. Like Soraya versus Serena Deeb seems like it could probably be pretty good and and warm her up to the title. And let's see where she's at is is what I would do. I think they're, you know, I'm sort of assuming Tony Storm will successfully unify the titles against Thunder Rosa, and then we can sort of see from there. But uh what do, what do you think of her in the TBS title division, Zoobs, going after uh, Jade Cargill? It's probably your one chance to get it off Jade Cargill in a way that yeah will feel uh satisfying yeah yeah believable at all yeah agreed um, not saying i'd do it but it's something to think about even just those two getting a meaty feud and like time on the mic would probably be uh worth both of their whiles unless unless you're dead set on that win being given to somebody that you're like making and that isn't already a big name right yeah that's um, yeah you know what that's that's probably a better direction than what i suggested if you want, if you wanted to get off that, like soon, that's the way to do it. 
Where's Where's Awesome Kong? That's what we need. We need 2005 Awesome Kong to show up. And it's just like, here's a bad motherfucker who's ready to take on Jade. And let her run through a co- Could be Nyla Rose, I suppose. You could heat up Nyla. Ah, maybe Nyla's lost too much to actually be a threat to Jade. I don't know. You need something there. Anyway, huge reaction. I was impressed. That yeah. was New York came to life. I didn't see this coming. Sheets are generally uh, ahead of some stuff, but not everything. Good to see. Yeah, something came out, I think, from Fightful this week that, or like yesterday or today, that she was in talks. That they talked today? to her this summer. SRS is being a, a, a baloney head about it. He tweeted before uh, that Paige was in contact with AEW this summer. And then he said he jokingly tweeted out a picture of Jade when somebody asked what Tony Khan was up to. And everyone's just like, I wish he didn't spoil it. Uh, and he's just like, I didn't. But he's mm. also trying to, he's also gloating about the fact that he got, he got it. So just, you know, that's a Matt Prince SRS update for you. Is it is Matt Prince dirt sheet, dirt sheet update of the week? I like that. Matt Prince. Me too. That's, uh, that's producer work. That's he's, he's, he's become a producer overnight. I'll tell you this, Sean Rashad better hope that he doesn't uh, like actually cross Maddie. God, like, God forbid. I would yeah, he, he, let me tell you, Sean Rossap doesn't want a piece of fucking dynamite Matt. I'll, I'll tell you that right now. I'll, I'll play him up. Hey, this Josh. Tell him. It's my signature. You've you've seen once or twice in this stream. I've had to raise my voice, get a little get a little get a little serious, right? I've seen it. I've seen you once or twice have to have to put your foot down in the sand and say we're nipping this yeah, in the bud, it's right. over. I I shudder to think what a what a crossed that prince would be like that it's ugly downright spooky i'll say that <laughs> downright spooky i'm with you zooms and frankly you see sean ross sap at these conventions sort of step into these these weed we you know little weenie nerd guys online god forbid he tries that with matt he's like where matt will be like right here right now like the song open good yeah open hand yeah right the face you saw mox it, punk right shorter this is the other new thing for season three is we're starting huge rivalries with people. We're going to call them up for the work on the air. That's sort of like the, somebody needs to do it. (laughs) Somebody needs to do it. Hold these dirt sheets accountable. That's us. I agree with Danny DeRosha. (laughs) Fire out up Zooms is top notch content. There's something, there's something to it. There's just a certain magic uh, to, to when Zooms, Zooms is frustrated. It's uh, if I were a better co-host, I would, I would provoke him more. But but it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't like living it. I recognize the 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 like I know the people loved Full Gear 2020. People, but it, it's yeah. like okay, it's not easy. It's a hard show to do. Uh, where, where it's a wild stallion, right? That that's a stallion running. But I'll add this though: people don't want you and I to be. They don't, they don't want the attention to be. Uh, they, no. they want me upset. They don't want me upset at you. They want me. Have upset we had at... conflict on air before? No, I don't think so. Not, yeah, not in a serious way. Not in yeah, a serious way. Yeah, maybe joking. Not in a serious way. Like maybe we will one, one day. Within one of the games, I'm sure we were like, well, you know, but right. I don't oh, think we, there maybe, was maybe uh what was it the other week? A forced abstract association. Forced that, <laughs> although that was that was on Matt. Don't go, don't go, don't go looking at me. Uh, was that also not the first show back after the after the pay-per-view? The all out fallout? I think that's right. That was an listen, that's extremely weird episode. So was, like yeah, weird if, energy in the air. That was not a. We also lost the power, right? That was a. Yeah, that was a. That was a squirrely night for a lot of reasons. I ended up fighting my friend Jordan Descharm in my living room the night of Connor and Habib, and we were both like, there was something about that fucked up post match energy that <laughs> yeah. led to that, like for real. 
Uh, it fucked up UFC 279, too. The whole week was just sort of, like, fucked. Matty, you remember that night? Yeah, I was uh, I was on Habib's side. Yeah, that's I should have been choking you out too. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the five on one situation here. Who's People throwing the, the sucker punches? People in the chat saying uh, Matt would hit SRF with a claymore. I would agree. You're with right, that. Matt. Well, oh yeah, well, Marlon was there. A, Marlon, because you got so mad, I did. With claymore with, with, a claymore. A... with a claymore, I wouldn't hit him with it. I would sort of leave it on the ground for him to. Oh, that. Cl- sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, got it's a also a sword, there. and it's also a wrestling move. Claymore, it's a versatile word. Anyway. Wow. It's more than you think, really. More of the etymology of, of Claymore. Um, where this else? seems like as good of a time as any to remind people. We do have a active sound alert and soundboard situation down below. If you want to hear some nonsense on screen, you want to talk about getting me mad. I think Zoobs knows how to go through it because he's a pro. Me, the rookie on the channel, something starts playing. And I go, hey, Shiba. And then maybe that's the reaction you crave down in the, the sound alerts uh zoom you want to tell people about less than jays as i like to call it twitter's biggest podcast <laughs> it's strange it's such strangely specific praise <laughs> to give it every single week when i know that it is not true that is something so alarming when it first came out yeah. i'm telling you the goodwill it was like how many people love the zooms I mean, he's also on Wrestling Brain. Less than Jay's. Oh, 500 retweets, a million likes, everyone. Oh, the sun, it comes out of Zooms' ass. We love the Zooms. I, so I mean, funny. I'm still I'm still feeling I'm still feeling uh, the buzz of the number one. I'm not, I'm not telling. Go search less than Jay's on Twitter. Here's thousands of posts. That's not true. Um, There's but, still a lot of them. But it is funny. You say, you know, how many people love the Zooms? It's like. I can give you a number within <laughs> within a hundred. All my combined projects, I give you a number within a hundred of how many. What else? Was I said truly I said, ride or die for my content. I, I, what else I was gonna say? I said with the great Jake's Goldsby once. He said you don't have to say that Jake's great. Well, okay. Well, wait. What do you, what do you want the pitch to be? I can only, I only got so many directions. I don't know baseball. Honest. I want the pitch to be honest. But I want the okay. Pitch to be. I think the Zoobs. I don't know anything about baseball, but Zoobs is one of the best wrestling takes guys ever presumably on less than jays mm, which is a very popular thing that everyone was talking about on twitter they that, those takes are are your wrestling takes as good as you, like are they equivalent your wrestling takes and your baseball takes uh baseball tapes are a little lower because it's not you know it, it, it's not wrestling which doesn't have the nuance right. and layers it's, it's phony and it's phony and fixed right Chris Bolding say says that I do know baseball, and I mean the rare the rare time that I do choose to glean. Listen, when you, when you put out when you put out a, a tweet about any sport, people will agree with you in, in droves. They get they into just, their droves, and then they agree with you. <laughs> it's a cart sort of thing, I think. A drove. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Coach says I listened in less than Jays, and the Toronto Blue Jays are are Sammy Guevara to me, so he hates the Toronto Blue Jays and still listens to less than Jays. That's a way better commercial than I could do. Pretty great. That's pretty kind. At less than Jays on Twitter, go check it out. Even just to hear some more great Matt music there. That's right. We got something I love here, Zoobs. Uh, an off, out of arena, off location vignette. Darby Allen transiting to Arthur Ashe Stadium and then getting a cab, which is a little like what? But hmm? I digress. New York. I guess so. Only in New York, baby. I, I, the, the Big Apple thing, is it? Okay, okay, I see you. Uh, but he's bringing this body bag with him. Uh, I'm heading to a funeral. Arthur Ashe. 
Mm. I loved this little thing. They, the, Darby's the only guy they let do this with these off location, very differently shot than the rest of the show, a little bit cinematic. Uh, I thought this was really cool. Uh, like liked this Darby segment quite a bit. Yeah, this is what Darby does well. Black and white films, uh, 90 second, two minute little things. Absolutely. And now it's time for the main event. The one and two top dongs in your top faction have worked their way through this tournament to face one another for the top prize in wrestling. The AEW World Heavyweight Champion here being contested by big fucking mocks, John Moxley and the American Dragon, Brian Danielson. They cut up to a, yeah, a box in the arena. I'm saying that. A suite? Whatever. Yeah, box suite. There's all kinds of... Yeah. yeah. Uh, MJF is sitting in one holding a poker chip. I think we could do better with that poker chip prop. Not what this is really about, but I think we know absolutely you could do better. It'd be hard to do worse, I would say. To be frank. Yeah, it's especially on MJF, who's such like a tailored suit, Burberry scarf. He's like holding this like big cheap chip. It's like ah, make it like a chip ring or something for I don't know something better. I think. Um, not really the point here. This felt like I don't know about a pay per view main event, but something approaching that for television at the end of this outstanding card i thought quite frankly this night of wrestling we got two guys that i think are deeply beloved by everyone on this channel and most people in the chat squaring off for the 11th or no sorry this would have been the 12th time in their career because they're nine and two commentary let us know over the course of their careers i wouldn't have guessed they had locked up this that many times but i, I think maybe they're probably counting like shield versus team hell no matches and yeah right i think so because i can only think of the the dragon gate match the one new york match and the the AW match, so and one and, and between the two of them, that's all they've really that's all they've really mentioned as well, right? It's on the only yeah, ones brought, yeah. that ever got brought up by by Mox. Regardless, uh, felt absolutely gigantic. This crowd couldn't quite decide, which I was surprised. I was expecting just sort of a pro Moxley crowd because why not? So, you know, I expected pro Danielson in part because of the debut. I thought maybe that thought maybe that that they sort of uh, like felt sure. kinship with him in that venue, but. I actually hadn't done the the one-to-one -one connection there. I think it's going to be hard to get cheered over Mox right now if you're anyone in this company. I think that Mox is a man in his prime. And again, I think this crowd, there were split chants. I'm not trying to make it sound like they were all in the pocket for Mox by any stretch. But I was expecting this to be more 50-50 than it was. I think once Mox got going, it was sort of apparent that Arthur Ashe wanted uh, him to win this title. They like Brian too, obviously, but I was just a little surprised. I'd say they got off to a methodical start. I actually liked it quite a bit, but it was paced, Blackpool Combat Club, like sort of wrist lock grappling, on your foot, catch wrestling, corner, check, check. I liked it. I was into it, and they had this crowd by the absolute hook. What did you think of this entrances, the matchup? Could you feel the palpability and scale here, Zeebs? Key, key lock attempts. Guys, guys do all kinds of stuff. Um, no, the feeling of the venue, I think you, you having this venue and obviously they feel this way and because the, the show they put on and, and the way that they advertised it and the way that they talked about it and the celebrities they pulled out, um, you have to have a big event at this, this venue. You have to have a huge thing that, um, makes it worth having that many people there. And I think this is, as you said, this, their top two is like, this is, this is the top of the tops. Um, sort of way they could do it. Could you have a hotter feud? Probably, but you, you couldn't have two better guys to go out there and, and try to prove who the top person in the company is at a time when you sort of need to be able to answer that question in a quick way. 
um, absolutely delivered. And and guys that are top of the game in terms of being able to do whatever you needed to do in there. And uh, I think a, a fitting cap on what was the night of like getting back to wrestling. I think a little bit with mm. this company of two weeks of turmoil and you know, last week we liked a lot more and the week before that really just a strange vibe. Hard to even remember the show other than the way we felt watching it. This was back to like, oh yeah, this is the company that gives us you know a pay-per-view every couple of weeks um on tv this is the company that, that delivers finishes that that you get matches things happen people grow a team gets rewarded uh the top dog gets solved you know within a faction and it's not fuckery and it's not it doesn't break the faction up and there isn't inner there's no inner fighting they're both pro wrestlers that want to win the title and that's all we need um i thought it was a nice back to the roots of like what AEW is supposed to be and, and a nice proof for me after maybe some nervous time that like stories can be intriguing and the show can be really good without punk and you can have the really good wrestling and the really good like full episode of great matchups without without Kenny and the Bucks like you don't have to there's nobody that even as great as those guys are as much as they do enhance the show a ton the sh the show can also be very very good without it. it you don't have to spend every week being like man it was really sorely missed like it wasn't this week it was a, it was a great show top to bottom Totally agree. And Mox is spiritually probably the most in line with what you're saying person in the company. Uh, your, you know, your, your heartbeat, your, your cornerstone, your foundation. I like what you said there. Back to wrestling. Uh, let's move on from as Triple G calls them the big drama shows and move on to, to what the show does best and sort of anxiously await the return of some of the stars around the corner. And hopefully the drama sort of behind by then. Um, of course, John does pick up the win here. Justified this is awesome chance. Take us uh, off air and John Moxley chance. Uh, Rain through as John Moxley is our new AEW World Heavyweight Champion, and I suspect he is staring down the barrel of MJF, who we go out on uh, as the final digital of the show. Just a side boy.